Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. My soul is this morning, Lord. Lord, I am delighted to be in your presence again this morning. I just want to say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, precious Holy Spirit. Thank you for giving us another day. Thank you for blessing us with your presence again this morning. We give you all the praise. Your word says to enter your gates with thanksgiving and to come into your courts with praises. So, Father, this morning we come with thanksgiving. We say thank you for the breath in our nostrils. We say thank you that we know you and that we can say Abba, Father, this morning. We say thank you. Thank you for our families. Thank you for the food on our tables. Thank you for the roof, roof over our heads. Thank you for the relationships in our lives, for our friends, our families. We say thank you. Receive all the praise, precious Father. Receive all the praise, precious Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, indeed, you are the one who is Jehovah, Jehovah Jireh. Be glorified forevermore. Thank you for daily loading us with benefits. Lord, we ask this morning that as we read our Bibles once again, Lord, grant us wisdom and understanding in your word. Help us to learn again in your presence and cause your name to be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining into devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike. We continue our harmonized study of the gospel. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the syn- Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the synoptic gospel, and then the book of John. From this point on, okay, all of the gospels seem to be synoptic to be synchronized okay so um cool that i made that mistake a big thank you to everyone joining in this morning god bless you wherever you are so yesterday we stopped on john chapter 13 yes john chapter 13 we saw jesus jesus uh, speak about um peter's betrayal but before then, he washes the feet of his disciples and then tells them that this is how people will know that they are his disciples if they love one another. Now, from then, John chapter 14, 15, 16, and a little part of John chapter 17, Jesus is going to share with them, in my opinion, the most important message. Jesus shares true all through his three and a half years working with his disciples, okay? And and this is practically maybe the longest he will speak to them one-on-one. We saw that when we read this in Matthew, Matthew chapter 26, it was focused on um, Peter's denial 
Judas betrayal and then the Passover meal and then they took the communion they called the communion together okay so that was what happened in Matthew and Mark in Luke Jesus had it in a, a, a little bit and then took time to teach them that they knew that among the people the Gentiles and people of this world they lord it over themselves because they were arguing among themselves right there that was the final day Jesus was going to spend with them they were arguing among themselves who was going to who was the greatest and Jesus said look you know that uh, among the Gentiles that's how it works but among you guys it will not be so um, and then of course you can connect that with with what John then says that this is how people will know that you are my disciples if you love one another you can also connect that and I would think after those words that argument that would what would be what have led Jesus to pick up the towel and then wash the disciples feet we saw that in John chapter 14 so in the next two three days we will read this teaching and take time to explain them very well so today we take John chapter 14 um, and then 15 16 tomorrow uh, John chapter 14 Jesus says do not let your hearts be troubled John chapter 14 from verse 1 do not let your hearts be troubled why were their hearts troubled because Jesus just told them okay quoted the book of Zechariah to them that they were all going to run away that night he said look um, smite the shepherd the sheep will scatter <laughs> so it meant they were all going to run away that night he had also just told them that look they was going to be arrested um, one of them was going to betray him Peter was Peter the most uh, <laughs> vocal and volatile of all of all the, the disciples was going to deny him three times who, who, who will not be troubled so Jesus said do not let your hearts be troubled you believe in God believe also in me you believe in God believe also in me my father's house has many rooms if that were not so would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you and if I go and prepare a place for you I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am ultimately we will always be where Jesus is at the end at the restoration of all things when the new heaven and the new the new earth will come down from God and then we will spend all of eternity with Jesus we will always be where he is verse 4 says you know the way to the place where I am going you know the place the way to the place where I am going I think they have an idea where the place right they might not be able to phantom and comprehend it in their heads but at least they know that he says he's going to his father and most likely the father was in heaven but the way no not obviously <laughs> how do we get there okay so jesus said you know the way to the place where i am going verse 4 um thomas said to him lord we don't know where you are going okay none of us has been there before so we don't know where you are going so how can we know the way how can we know the way jesus answered 
I am the way. And you see this verse, people take for granted. <laughs> verse 6, John chapter 14, verse 6. I want you to remember this verse. It's as important as John chapter John chapter 3, John 3.16 that we know very well. I think everyone, every believer should be able to quote John chapter 14, verse 6 also. Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. No one. No one can come to the Father. Why? Except through Jesus. Why? Because Jesus says, I am the way to the Father. To see the Father, you will also need truth. I am the truth. Not that there can be many teachings, many truths. You can claim there are many truths in the world. But I am the truth. The truth you need to see the Father is me. And then life itself is in me. In other words, you want to see the Father, uh, you come through Jesus. Not through a mighty angel, no matter how powerful the experience is with that angel, no matter how powerful your experience is with, with Mary, no matter how powerful your experience is with any being in the world, Okay, you could say you encountered that being and there were miracle signs and wonders. You cannot come to the Father unless you come through Jesus. So unless that being points you first to Jesus, it is wasting your time. Okay, this is how we measure every single, single experience, every single revelation that is seeking the Father. This is how we measure them. Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through him. 7 says, if you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and I've seen him. And there are manuscripts that actually says, if you knew me, okay, he's telling is telling the disciples, Thomas especially, who just asked the question, if you knew me, you would know the Father as well. In other words, if, I have, if you have received a revelation of who I am, you will know the Father. But I think no, instead of new, would, be, would, be, uh, would explain it better. If you know me, okay? So, in other words, it would apply to us even today. If you know me, you will know the Father. So, for those of those people who accuse Christians, why are you people always shouting Jesus, Jesus, Jesus? Who, wait, why are you worshiping Jesus? Muslims will ask us. You are defying Jesus. You are worshiping Jesus. You know why is it that you know some of you when you are praying and then you will say Jesus never said you should pray in His name. Listen. If you know Jesus, you will know the Father as well. It's as simple as that. If you, Jesus said, if you know, if you really know me, you will know my Father as well. Since from now on, you do know him and I've seen him. Why was Jesus saying that to the disciples? 
because he was now plainly revealing himself. Remember that Peter once had spoken, right? Had spoken and by revelation said that Jesus was, was the Christ, was the Messiah. Okay? And Jesus told Peter there that the flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father revealed it. Okay? So, but during this speech, Jesus is going to reveal himself plainly to them. And that's why he's telling them that from now on, you do know him because now you know me and you have you have seen me. Philip said, <laughs> and I love this guy. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Eh? Every religion is going to the Father. Every single, all of this he is the center of everything. Eh? So, Philip said, don't worry. Just show us the Father and that will be okay. That will be enough for us. Jesus answered, verse 9, Don't you know me, Philip? Even after I have been among you such a long time, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Anyone who has seen me, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us, show us the Father? Because you are looking at the Father. That's essentially what Jesus is telling them. You are looking at the Father. Yes, Jesus left his glory to come to the earth and die for mankind. But Jesus, Colossians will go on, Paul will tell us, that he is the representation of the Godhead in bodily form. Let me tell you the truth. When we get to heaven, I am not sure. I think a lot of us will be shocked because obviously you will not see an Holy Spirit there, right? Uh-huh. He has no form. Um, okay, you don't expect that you see a dove flying around. He has no form. Um, surely you will. I'm sure you know we will see Jesus, right? <laughs> because he has a form and we see that even after his resurrection and then we see him again in the book of Revelation. But I am not sure there will ever be a form in the, for the Father because the form of the Father is Jesus himself. If you look at Jesus, you see Jesus, you are seeing the Father difficult for, for to comprehend right but it's very simple you are looking at jesus you are looking at the father okay so philip asks a very very okay and i think a very innocent question just show us the father because everything you are sharing with us is so that we can come into a relationship with the father right uh-huh. just show up the father and jesus said look don't you believe that I am in the Father? He says, okay, let's go back. Let's back up a little bit. Anyone who has, who has seen me has seen the Father, how can you say, show us the Father? He says, 10 says, don't you believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? Jesus is in the Father and the Father is in Jesus. In other words, if you see Jesus, you are looking at the Father. Don't you believe, don't you believe that I am? I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. 
the words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Say rather, it is the Father living, the Father living in me who is doing his work. The Father living in me who is doing his work. Says, believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. In other words, we enter each other. <laughs> we are one. That's what it means. Yes. The Father, Son, and Spirit are one. Believe me when I say I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. In other words, if Jesus was making the claims he was making, okay, he said he was making them, he was making those claims or was carrying out those works on behalf of the Father. Surely, if he was lying, if he was telling lies on behalf of the Father, the Father would have rebuked him eventually. But since the works continued to manifest, some some of the works no one has ever seen before, who has seen the eyes of somebody born blind open before, no one has ever witnessed that. Okay, somebody dead and buried for four days and rotting, you know, Jesus calls him. Some of the things Jesus does, no one has ever seen them before. Okay, so Jesus says, Okay, even if you are still confused, let the work, at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Very, very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. Whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing and they will do even greater things than this because I am going to the Father. Because now I will be pleading with them and I will be interceding for them before the Father because I am going to the Father. Verse 13, And I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Okay? You can ask the Father for anything in my name. The Father will do it. You can ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Why is it seen that Jesus is speaking about he and his father all mixed together? Because they are one. Jesus is, the, is in the father and the father is in Jesus. Next, Jesus, of course, promises us the Holy Spirit. He says, if you love me, keep my commands and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. Remember, Jesus already told them, you see this work, this call I am giving you guys, it cannot be done by human effort. That was why he told Peter, look, Peter, you will deny me. You will deny you know me three times, okay? But I have prayed for you, okay? So, but now I am going. So who will be praying for us? Who will be interceding for us? Who will be helping us? In the place of prayer, the advocate is the one who will be helping us, the Holy Spirit. He says, I will pray the Father and he will give you, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help help you and be with you forever. The Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. The world cannot accept the Holy Spirit 
because they neither see him nor knows him. That's why I say when we get to heaven, don't expect to see an Holy Spirit there because the Holy Spirit and the Son and the Father are one. Most likely when we get to heaven, what you will see is Jesus himself in a light that no one can approach. That's what I expect we will see in heaven. It says, neither see him nor know him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. It says, I will not leave you as often. I will come to you. How will I come to you? The Holy Spirit will be here. He will be your comforter. Say, before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. The world will not be able to see him anymore, but we will still be able. We will still be able to see him. He says, the world will not be able to see him anymore, but we will be able to see, but you will be, you will be able to, to see, but you will see me because I live you also will live because i live you also will live on that day you will realize that i am in my father and you are in me and i am in you which day the day when we live just as jesus is alive so this is the my interpretation okay when you die you will realize that if you are a believer you will realize that Jesus is in the Father just as you are in Christ that Jesus is in the Father and you are now in Christ so you will live yes you will live when you die now you will go and stand before God you will go and stand before God and go through your own judgment and of course is discharged and acquitted he is not guilty that is what is going to be the verdict because Jesus already was declared guilty on your behalf, okay? For everyone who has a relationship with him. But when you don't have a relationship with Jesus, you will realize that you don't know the Father. That's what most Muslims will realize, that they don't know the Father. Why? Because they don't know the Son. He says, on that day, you will realize that I am in the Father and in my Father and you are in me and I am in you. See, whoever, whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. Hmm? Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Verse 22, Then Judas, not Iscariot, said, But Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world very important question why do you intend to show yourself to us and not the world jesus answered anyone jesus replied anyone who loves me will obey my teaching okay my father because you guys have shown that you love me that's why i am revealing myself to you you want jesus to reveal himself to you love jesus Okay, have a personal relationship with him. Spend time in his presence every day. Pray to the Father in faith. Talk to him. Talk about what do you want to talk about? Talk about your helplessness. Talk about how much you need him. 
talk about his glory, his splendor, and his majesty. Worship him in, in the beauty of his holiness. I'm telling you, those who love Jesus, Jesus will reveal himself to. Okay, He reveals himself to those who love him. He says, and so he does not just reveal himself to the whole, to the whole world. Anyone who loves me will loves me will obey my teaching. My father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. My teaching, these words you hear are not my own, they belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. So Jesus tells us the work of the Holy Spirit. First of all, he is our advocate. He is sent by the Father in the name of Jesus and he will teach us all things. He will teach us all things. He will remind us, remind us everything, everything that Jesus has said to us, everything we read in our Bible, we study, the Holy Spirit will remind us. He says, peace I live with you, my peace I give you. I do not give, I do not give to you as the word gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Why is Jesus saying this? Because what they are about to experience does not look like peace. But Jesus is telling them, look, I am bringing a kind of peace to this world that even the kingdom of darkness do not understand. Okay? And that peace is what we are experiencing today. 28. Since you heard me say, I am going away and I am coming back to you. If you love me, you would be glad that I am going to the Father. Why? Yes, he was going to receive the kingdom. His sacrifice was eventually going to pave the way, pay for the sins of mankind. Yes, his sacrifice was going to pay. All man needed was to repent and in faith live for God. He says, if you love me, uh, you will be glad that I am going to the Father. For the Father is greater than I am. The Father is greater than I, than I am. I have told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. Verse 30, I will not say much more to you, for the prince of this world is coming. So Jesus knew that Satan was the one orchestrating everything. The prince of this world is coming. He has no hold over me, but he comes so that the world may learn that I love the Father and do exactly what my Father has commanded me. Come now, let us leave. Okay? So let's stop there for today. Quite an interesting read. You might want to spend time to read this again. So Jesus emphasizes on quite a bit, emphasizes on the part of the Holy Spirit, okay, our advocate coming, and it was, it was, of course, an advocate is somebody who defends you, right? Yes. But he was going to come, and when he comes, he would be somebody that will be with us. He will be somebody that will teach us. He will be somebody that will remind us of the things, okay, we, we, we experience in the presence of the Father. That's one, one bit. Jesus also emphasizes on the part that, look, if we love him, 
we must obey his teachings. And this part is very important because there is this brand of Christianity we seem to be practicing, you know, that has a form of godliness and has no power. Okay, so if we love Jesus, we must obey him. Finally, never forget verses. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the way to the Father. Jesus is the truth and he is the life. I want us to pray this morning. Jesus, reveal yourself to me. Lord, help me to know Jesus better and better. And Jesus, reveal the Father to me. Let me experience and know you people better and better in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you, Lord. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.